It was William James, the psychologist, who said, The greatest discovery of my generation is that human beings can alter their lives by altering their attitude of mind. Wow. We're going to do some mind checkup this morning. How's your mind from the neck up today? That's what we're going to do. We're going to not do a physical exam. We're going to do a mind exam on you. How's your mind today? David Brinkley said, the television journalist, a successful man is one who can lay a firm foundation with the bricks others have thrown at him. Wow, now there is a good attitude. Again, how is your attitude today? Do you wake up in the morning choosing to say, I'm going to have a good attitude? Every Christian like me should choose to have a good attitude because they have Jesus living inside of them. Paul the Apostle in Romans chapter 12 verse 1 and 2 says, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice wholly acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So if we want to know what is good and acceptable and perfect will of God, if we're searching for that, if we need to know what that is, then we need to constantly be transforming or renewing our mind. I'm going to be talking about that today on this podcast. I want to welcome you to my podcast today, and I'm so glad that you've joined me. My name is Michael Grant, and we're going to dive right into this session today, Um, and I'm so glad you're tuning in. It's called Positive Attitude. If you believe you can, you can. And you have been joining with me on Life in the Fast Lane. And I am trying to steer you down this narrow way and away from all of the other distractions that come your way to keep you on that narrow way. And I hope that you will be sharing this podcast with your friends and family, 
and not just people in your own age bracket. I'm trying to make it a little bit interesting with, um, you know, younger folk, younger people, because I love uh, teenagers and young adults. I really do. And I'm trying to make it a little bit more interesting and I'm going to be inspiring for young people because I really want to make it attractive for those people in that age bracket because they are so very important and they are the they are the age bracket that are going to be if I can say carrying on the baton uh, for us uh, and they are so very important very vital uh, in this generation they are the generation that are going to be helping us carry on what is going to be going on and there's so many uh, very important things important issues today that are are taking place in our world happening in our world um, that could drag us down and that is one of the reasons why I wanted to hit this subject having a positive attitude because if you think about what is going on in our world with the pandemic for one all of us in particular here in Ontario but anywhere in the world you think about the the pandemic alone this coronavirus you think about that very long and you can get it's a real downer but if you have a positive attitude that will get you a long ways my friend into being the kind of person that you need to be to channel yourself way ahead in this uh in this uh very challenging time that we're living in so uh i want to deal with this issue with you and i want us to deal with it right away life magazine named him the number one man uh, of the millennium. The number of things he invented is astounding. 1,093. He held more patents than any other person in the world, having been granted at least one every year for 65 consecutive years. Can you imagine that? He also developed the modern research laboratory. His name, Thomas Edison. Most people credit Edison's ability to creative genius. He credited it to hard work. Genius, he declared, is 99% perspiration and 1% inspiration. (laughs) I believe his success was also the result of a third factor, and that is his positive attitude. Edison was an optimist 
who saw the best in everything. If we did all the things we were capable of doing, he once said, we would literally astound ourselves. When it took him 10,000 tries to find the right material for the incandescent light bulb, he didn't see them as failures. With each attempt, he gained information about what didn't work, bringing him closer to a solution. He never doubted that he would find a good one. His belief could be summarized by his statement, many of life's failures are people who did not realize how close they were to success when they gave up. Wow. How close are you, my friend? Probably the most notable display of Edison's positive attitude can be seen in the way he approached a tragedy that occurred when he was in his late 60s. The lab he had built in West Orange, New Jersey, was world famous. He called the 14 billion uh, building complex his invention laboratory and factory. Its main building was massive, greater than three football fields in size. From that base of operations, he and his staff conceived of inventions, developed prototypes, manufactured products, and shipped them to customers. It became a model for research and manufacturing all over the world. Edison loved the place. He spent every minute he could there. He even slept there often on one of the lab tables. But on December in 1914, one day, his beloved lab caught fire. As he stood outside and watched it burn, he is reported to have said, Kids, go get your mother. She shall never see another fire like this one. Most people would have been crushed, not Edison. I am 67, he stated after the tragedy, but not too old to make a fresh start. I've been through a lot of things like this. He rebuilt the lab and he kept working for another 17 years. I am long on ideas, but short on time, he commented. I expect to live to be about 100. He died at age 84. If Edison hadn't been such a positive person, he never would have achieved such a success 
as an inventor. If you look at the lives of people in any profession who achieve lasting success, you will find that they almost always possess a positive outlook on life, friend. If you desire to be someone of success, to be a leader in your home, in your business, wherever you are, you must acquire and continue to have that positive attitude. It it is most essential. It not only determines your level of contentment as a person, but it also has an impact on how other people interact with you. To learn more about what it means to be positive, think on these things. Number one, your attitude is a choice. The average person wants to wait for someone else to motivate him. He perceives that his circumstances are responsible for the way he thinks. But which comes first, the attitude or the circumstance? That's really a chicken or the egg kind of question. The truth is, that it doesn't matter which comes first. No matter what happened to you yesterday, your attitude is your choice today. Psychologist Viktor Frankl believed the last of our human freedoms is to choose our attitude in any given circumstances. He knew The truth of that statement, Frankel survived imprisonment in a Nazi death camp, and throughout his ordeal, he wouldn't allow his attitude to deteriorate. If he could maintain a good attitude, my friend, so can you. Number two, your attitude determines your actions. Family life expert Dennis Waitley addresses this very issue when he said, The winner's edge is not in a gifted birth, a high IQ, or in talent. The winner's edge is all in the attitude, not aptitude. Attitude is the criterion for success. Your attitude is critical because it determines how you act. Number three, people, the people that you associate with are a mirror of your attitude. I am constantly amazed by people who display a poor attitude, yet expect the people around them to be upbeat. By the law of magnet, by 
by the law of magneticism really is true. This law that that people are magnets, that you are who you are is who you attract. So in other words, if I'm outgoing, I will attract people that really are outgoing. If you look at Edison's life, you can see that his positive attitude and enthusiasm not only fueled him, but also inspired his people to keep pressing on until they succeeded. He purposely tried to pass on that quality to others. He once remarked, if the only thing we leave our kids is the quality of enthusiasm, we will have given them an estate of incalculable value. Did you hear that, friends? Number four, maintaining a good attitude is easier than regaining one. In Earth and Altar, Eugene H. Patterson wrote, Pity is one of the noblest emotions available to human beings. Self-pity is possibly the most ignoble. It is an incapacity, a crippling a crippling emotional disease that severely distorts our perception of reality, a neurotic that leaves its addicts wasted and derelict. If you already have a positive attitude, I want to encourage you to keep at it and keep it up. On the other hand, If you have a difficult time expecting the best of yourself and others, don't despair because of you, my friend. I have chosen this podcast. You can change it. English heart surgeon Martin Lloyd-Jones asserted, Most unhappiness in life is due to the fact that you are listening to yourself rather than talking to yourself. What kind of voices do you hear? When you meet with people, do you tell yourself they'll let you down? When you face new experiences, does a voice in your head say you're going to fail? If you're hearing negative messages, you need to learn to give yourself positive mental pep talks. The best way to retrain your attitude is to prevent your mind from going down any negative forks in the road. And to do that, I want to share with you some ways to improve your attitude by doing the following. First, feed yourself the right food. If you've been starved of anything positive, 
then you need to start feeding yourself a regular diet of motivational material. Read books that encourage a positive attitude. Listen to motivational tapes. The more negative you are, the longer it will take to turn your attitude around. But if you consume a steady diet of the right food, you can become a positive thinker. Now, can I just say this? And I know I might get some of you to get a little uptight with me here, but I'm going to say it anyway. If you're constantly feeding yourself, for instance, on the things that you hear on the radio, negative messages, whether it be music that you listen to. And I hear some of the music, you know, things that these singers sing. I hear it on country music. Uh, Certain singers sing this. It's the same thing. They sing over and over. I left my girlfriend and it caused me to drink. Uh, You know, all these different songs or uh, the, the, uh, the headbangers or the the uh, you know the 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 other singers that are singing out there whatever they may be the the rappers you know those people out there they've got a certain song a message that they sing but it's constantly negative it's causing you to go into a mindset and a way that makes you depressed it makes you think depression. It causes you to think negative. You need to get away from that kind of music. You need to get away from that kind of thinking. Okay? Number two is what you see on TV. It could be the, the commercials that you see. It could be the, the um, TV shows that you see. You need to stop watching things that are causing you to think negative thoughts. If you are constantly seeing shows of murder and violence and sexuality, those kinds of things are giving you negative messages. They're constantly giving you negative thoughts and they'll bring up negative things in your mind. Okay, I'm just giving you a few different things to think about today because they bring about negative messages and they hold negative things in your mind and that's then why your mind, that's where you go to then, that's why there is so much depression. And that's why there is depression in our world today. That's why there's a lot of depression out there. And that's why people then turn to suicide. Why do you think so many people are thinking about ending their life? Because the the depression then leads to suicide. They begin to think, nobody loves me. Everybody hates me. So I might as well end my life. No, you don't end your life. There are people that love you. There are people that care for you. There's one person right here on this blog that does. His name is Michael Grant. And if you would write me at pmnpk2014 at gmail.com, I'll be happy to tell you how much I care for you. 
so don't listen to those negative voices, those negative messages. So feed yourself with the right food. Secondly, achieve a goal every day. Some people get into a rut of negativity because they feel they're not making progress. If that describes you, then begin setting achievable daily goals for yourself. A pattern of positive achievement will help you develop a pattern of positive thinking. Thirdly, write it down on on your wall. We all need reminders to help us keep thinking right. Alex Haley used to keep a picture in his office of a turtle on a fence post to remind him that everybody needed to help needed the help of others around him. As an incentive, people put up awards they've won, inspirational posters or letters they've received. Find something that'll work for you and put it on your wall. Put it maybe on your mirror. Put it on this vision board. I know some people put vision boards up and they put pictures up on these vision boards. Do that for yourself. Find something that works for you as a a memorial kind of that this is what I this is what I want to see in my life. Do it today. Now, before I leave you today, I want to share this. When you look at any professional athlete, you look at a great talent, but the mind is what elevates the best to the highest level. For example, you look at Chris Everett, one of the greatest female athletes of all time. She holds 18 Grand Slam titles and an overall win-loss record of 1,309 and 146. In her 17-year career, she never ranked below number four. She commented, the thing that separates good players from great ones is mental attitude. It might only make a difference of one or three, two or three, she says, points in an entire match. But how you play those key points often makes the difference between winning and losing. If the mind is strong, you can do almost anything you want. So, I go back to you and say, how strong is your mind today? How strong is your mind, my friend? And I want to tell you how important you are to me. And I want to say to you, thank you so much for joining me on this podcast. You mean so very much. And I thank you so much for spending this time with me. You are so valuable, and I appreciate you so very much. I know that your time is valuable, and for you to spend it with me on these podcasts is awesome. 
Again, share it with your friends, share it with your family. If you care to write me, it's pmandpk2014 at gmail.com. You are wonderful. You are valuable. You are a champion. And I thank you so much for joining me today on Life in the Fast Lane. Have a great day. God bless you. We'll see you again.